0: Hey everyone and the mama, this is Preston Tyrese Johnson coming at you loud, live, and in color with my two beautiful
1: guests today. Introduce yourselves. Um, Hi everyone, I'm Mark Evan.
2: What's up guys, my name is Jared.
1: Y'all are so
0: sweet. They are ratchet in real life. Do not <laughs> believe this. <laughs> They're just being so nice. Yeah. So how are we feeling today? How are we? How are we? Anything new? First of all, happy Black History Month some motherfucking all yes
2: happy, happy black. black
0: pride amen to that come through melanin melanin, melanin what have we done to celebrate black history month what have you guys done anything special i got this haircut oh look <laughs> we black barber <laughs> black barber see oh haitian see, barber, so, ooh, haitian. see? <laughs> supporting black business you heard it here for us yes, supporting so. black business also communities we lo- exactly. love exactly
2: oh, community businesses y'all all, all I did was made chitlins and collard greens.
0: <laughs> See, look, that's that's the food of the ancestors. So I don't, I don't wow. blame you. you.
2: You know, that's how you season it too. You gotta let them. You gotta let them. You gotta wait till they say enough, my child.
0: That is my I favorite Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> White people ask me, "How do you how do you season it?" It's like you need the ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> Preach it, love it. You what about you? ancestors? That part always listen, always listen to your ancestors. I think the only thing I've done really, uh, I just shout out, I just shouted out a lot of Black businesses, um, entrepreneurs. Uh, I just posted a lot of Black people, beautiful Black people, because you know why not? Why not shout out? Even if you, even if you ain't doing
1: nothing, look, you just deserve to be praised. Positivity in their life. That part. Can I shout out
2: one person? Of course. Yes. Okay. So my friend Kara Parks. Her name. Her her business is Sense Soul. She has very um infused water, infused as in like crystal infused water, and she also sells crystals. So look her up. Sense Soul on Instagram.
0: Y'all heard that? Support black business, y'all. Support black business. Tell her Jaira sent you tell him, tell him, tell him, mr quaver sent you <laughs> not my last name <laughs> but you know what's crazy i love getting recommendations uh from people and then like going to that place that they told me to go to and being like excuse me <laughs> but it's such a they'll be like such and such did you they're like why didn't you say that and it's like you can't just go around saying oh yeah i heard about this supermarket from a friend like, <laughs> like you can't just always do that but no um yeah honestly this black history month uh i think in general february is just flying by fast but like definitely like what i love to see is that even though we have the shortest month like always black people find a way to make something from nothing and the increase in amount of money that a lot of black businesses make during this time plus with a lot of sales it's like i fucking love it i just about time you know it's like yes. Look yes. out! I definitely agree with
2: that. Did you hear about that store in California? It's a black owned by this lady. Um, <clears throat> the store sells velvet durax, that's all it sells, all different colors, skin tones.
0: Let me find out. Right Look, LA.
2: LA. and it's only open for this month. And that she goes back to being online.
0: That's actually really smart because that's the rush. That's like mm-hmm. everyone knows, like, you can only get it here at this time. That's smart, but probably mm-hmm. see.
2: Black people. I, I don't remember the name of it. I saw it on Twitter and in the group chat that I'm in. I, like, if I find it, I'll send it to you. It's like a pop-up store? Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. And it's there for the entire month.
0: Oh, shit. Right? That's mm. smart. Come on. See? Fun. I love black people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, this episode, I just wanted to kind of touch on mental health, um, especially in the black community, but also just how, like, you know, the struggles that we all go through being uh, three different black men. Uh, I'm from the South, you know. Oh, where are you from, Mark Evan? I'm from New York. You're from New York? The suburbs, though. Not the suburbs. City. Okay. Upstate. Right. It's <laughs> not upstate, <Relax>. Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then, as we all know, Jared from. Jared. Well, I'm from Joysey. <laughs> Can tell y'all if y'all can Jersey. <laughs> <Joy-Z>. I'm from <laughs> Let me stop because I'm not from here and I'm gonna get jumped. But um, yeah, because um, definitely I realized that like black mental health has a stigma, as we all know. You know, like oh, black people don't have like <laughs> black people don't need therapy, yeah, or you know, yeah. black people don't have like mental problems. And I'm like, um, we're all human. We definitely have mental problems, especially with like
1: trauma. I feel like um. Yeah. A lot of trauma goes, like, untreated, like, you know, overlooked, especially with Black men that part. in the community.
0: I think one thing I really realized especially is that, you know what's crazy is, like, in so much music, I was talking about this with my friend Kamal, shout out Kamal, don't uh, listen to his album. <laughs> um, I realized that a lot of, that's where rap and a lot of hip-hop came from, you know, is just talking about the things that were going on in, in the community. Exactly. And I know that we may think that nowadays you know we don't have that same thing but it's like no a lot of these rappers um or you know hip-hop stars like a lot of them talk about drug abuse and you know substance abuse and stuff like that and how they deal with it or that the fact that it is just a part of their everyday life Mm -hmm. and that's not healthy you know that's not something that is necessarily to be looked like oh yeah like rest in peace juice world you know he Mm -hmm. was talked a lot about you know with his own struggles and a lot of his music and i think it's just weird that we see it as a form of entertainment then we do almost a cry for help right Mm
1: -hmm. for sure i think um it's definitely been like sensationalized you know Mm -hmm. especially with like i'm sorry i have this sensational yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been like sensationalized uh with like these black hip-hop stars have been you know and you know it's like um it's their way of dealing with their own mental health creating music Mm -hmm. and it's their outlet but on the other hand you have these people who don't know about these struggles looking at it in a very like positive way like oh this is really cool like i'm gonna be like a Mm -hmm. gangbanger i'm doing drugs or whatever you know right and And yeah (laughs) and i think it's important to just it's important to just um realize that this is their way of coping with their trauma. Right. And to accept it in that way and to teach our younger Black men that, you know, mental health is serious and you can, like, you know, right. you should be taking care of your your brain and shit.
0: Right. Thanks. Like, I think another thing that's so crazy is, like, like how we are saying, like, you know, people sometimes can... Even though, like, I'm like, as we all know, like, music isn't to blame for, like, people's choices, however, like, at the same time, it's, like, when you are listening to a certain type of music, and, you know, it's not always that you are glorifying it, but it is, like, that thing of, like, oh, it is in your head, like, this is the story of this person, but there are people, we all know who they (laughs) are, who look at it and, like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna, like, do this and do that, because I saw that this works, or, you know, stuff like that, and then the thing is it becomes a trend in music where everybody wants to be uh trapping out the house with boards on the windows (laughs) and stuff like that and it's like no you really don't know what all that stuff is um you know a lot of times what really uh saddens me but like that i hear a lot is like when rappers are like you know they talk about their dead friends or dead homies and stuff like that it's like a lot of people don't know what it's like to like i mean boys in the hood uh which we'll also get to later uh <laughs> is you know we all know <laughs> we all know that because it's that thing of like damn like this person died this yeah. person um you know is going through this traumatic event and now they're talking about it in their music and you know someone else may view it as entertainment While wow, that person views it as real fucking life yeah because mm-hmm. it is their real life right it's not like always a joke mm-hmm. and Especially like, like I said, um, I mean, you being from New York, Jared being from Jersey, me being from Georgia, I'm pretty sure we have all seen our fair share of violence. Mm -hmm. And you know what's worse is that even the violence that we've probably all seen, there's probably still worse violence. Oh my God, Mm
1: -hmm. so much worse. (laughs) Right, and it's like,
0: I honestly... um, I personally thought it didn't affect me, Um, you know, seeing it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna just brush it off. I'm gonna just brush it off. And then it got to a point where I was like, wow, no one else has seen this before. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe I'm not as okay as I thought, you know, maybe dreaming about it isn't, you know, as good as I thought it would uh, or thought that it was and as normalized as it was. But again, listening to certain music, it's like oh, you know, it's normal for me to hear about it. it. Is it for me to experience it. it? Is it for me to have to go through it? Right. Did you have any, like, experiences where you, like, thought that, where you had uh, seen something or was like, damn,
1: uh, this is actually fucking me up, and I didn't realize that it was fucking you up? Uh, me personally, yeah, for sure. I think a couple of years ago, I was, like, um, all over social media, you know, there was, like, this whole thing with, like, Black Lives Matter and like you were just seeing like everyone dying. Oh my gosh. Like I would like go through my feed and there would just be people like getting shot on my feed. And I was just like absorbing that through like, right. you know, Twitter, Instagram and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, this is not okay. Like I shouldn't be I shouldn't be experiencing right. this every day. I shouldn't be seeing people die, you, but you know, on my phone every day.
0: It, and it brought up a good conversation, um, that it's like, Why are black deaths the only ones that are always being broadcasted and instead of being handled they they get more they get more handled on twitter (laughs) than they do by the actual (laughs) police departments it's like what the fuck like we pay you bitches to actually figure out lock these motherfuckers up but instead the media goes and then they just take this story and they run with it they make it as bad as it can be which i mean losing a life or any type of
1: violence is yeah. bad already I mean, that sure. even like compounds our point about like sensationalizing black trauma right you know and that's the media just does it to like this crazy extent like why is my people's death so amusing to you exactly. why aren't you stopping my people from dying you right know? like why do you
0: feel comfortable sharing this if oh my gosh and so <laughs> help me like I I don't know if y'all went through this with your friends of uh, lighter skin herpetians, but I definitely had to go through a thing where I was like, can y'all please stop tagging me in these videos? Can y'all please stop mm, yes. sending these videos to me to react to them or to you know like, did you see this? Like, I I do not need to see this. <laughs> right. Am I, I live ev- this. right? I live this every day. Like, there's there's nothing for me to have to see you know there's nothing that i Preston and johnson can actually do other than bring awareness to it there's no point in me seeing it but for some reason you know especially during 2020 during black lives matter everybody was sending me everything everybody was um and granted i mean i opened my dms to like any questions inquiries anything that they wanted like that people want to know, you know, Google is fucking free. (laughs) Um, My time is in. Right. (laughs) I was still out, like, you know, hey, if you guys have any questions about anything, like where to donate, what to do, what's going on in the world, you can ask me. What I did not ask for, however, what I really did not ask for was for you to send black people dying, getting shot on your feed. Ahmaud Aubrey, who was very close to my hometown, like, I didn't ask to see that posted every 20, Seconds. I didn't ask mm. for that, you know, every case update to be sent to me because, in actuality, the only reason why the case updates are so big is because a lot of times, black, you know, people who shoot black people or anyone who is convicted, they're usually not going to be like arrested and convicted. They usually escape trial. They usually get off scot free. Right. Yeah, so it's like that's the only reason why it is such a big thing. You know, if it was actually handled by our legal system, it wouldn't be this. You know, it would be almost the thing of like, okay, well, you know, this person got shot. At least we know they're going to jail. Right. At least we know that this motherfucker, you know, there's a penalty for it. Right. No, nine times out of 10, they're usually getting off stop free. It's usually a quote unquote self defense. And I can't tell you how many headlines there are just like black people, like, oh, this black person um, died. Where was she? In a room full of white women. <laughs> Mysterious. <Not> hmm. so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, question, and, question um, word but yeah it's like that thing of like it really gets to you after no, a while definitely. you're just like damn i gotta go on the social media cleanse.
1: oh yeah no i deleted my i deleted my instagram right like, last like last year or something i like deleted my instagram when i was like off social media for like mad long e- i recently made a new instagram with like four followers i have like four followers <laughs> <laughs> four followers yeah. <laughs> it's okay you can pl- you can
0: yeah. plug it in later you can plug it in and then we'll and that way we can get you to 10. (laughs) Um,
2: And then like going on what you had said, like even with Instagram, even like in real life, like happening to people like for example the school we went to you know mm-hmm. in
0: the we, upper we, west won't, side. we won't name it because I ain't gonna get sued but uh, <laughs> uh we, we, we might say we might say we might say it another episode but you know, um,
2: this 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 conservatory yeah um
0: mm-hmm.
2: in New york on the on certain side upper mm-hmm. um you know there's it's, it's New york it's a lot of crime going on and it happened to be this one instance where we heard gunshots and you know a lot of our lighter um, classmates yeah were very panicky like oh my god do we like lock our doors do we and i'm just sitting there like this
0: is funny it's man. nothing right this is <laughs> this nothing like, like, like girl mm-hmm. this is hood
2: fireworks what you mean? <laughs> right <laughs> like and keep in mind that like, our school had sent where it was at and where we was at what it was like we was like 20 blocks away from but we just still heard it and they was all panicking and i'm like you just had to relax and they said well how do you know to be calm in the situation i'm just used to this I'm, no I'm from the hood where we hear this and it's like, okay, well, we'll check tomorrow and see who died. if anybody got injured. Right. That's
1: crazy. You don't like, think that's crazy. It's very really crazy. You're like, so like, yeah, whatever.
0: But again, it's that thing of us like, to us, it's a set schedule. Like, we already know, like, okay, you know, just wait. Just wait it out. We'll just see what happens. Because it's like... Again, it's one thing I do love about Black people universally is we know how to mind our fucking business. Yes, so, ho! Oh, do. my God. Like, it, like we, we do know how to mind Collectively, our... Collectively, it's like, like, just like... <laughs> we just sit back. We're just like, right. mm, no. <laughs> Unless it's, like, another person, like, in danger, usually, then maybe we'll spring into action. But we, Even then, it's really... Right, like, well, it will... But... It
1: depends. That, but... That's like that has to do with generational trauma, right? Black people like utterly minding their business, right? Like, back in the day, if you minding white people's business, they... it was over, it was, yo. It was over, yo. And that's
0: and that's like that thing of like, like how you said is generational trauma, and if it's not dealt with, you you do pass stuff on, like stuff like that on. And me personally, I believe in generational trauma because what gets handed to you, if that's the only thing that's ever been handed to you. And those are the only cards you have to deal. That's the only thing you can put out. And a lot of times I think in a lot of um, Black households, especially like, you know, as I got older and I started, you know, listening to my parents about like their life story and like where they came from, I realized so many things about how they raised me Mm -hmm. that was, you know, usually out of fear or usually out of um, just, (laughs) Right. For y'all who weren't here, fucking fucking bust just came by I'm like, damn, bitch. Like, let me have my moment. Black history month. Damn it. Yes. Like, don't, racist. Racist. don't silence black voices. <laughs> but um, no, honestly, uh, with generational trauma, definitely like learning from them. I was like, oh, so I see why you did this to me. Like mm. I see, and I had a pretty I had a pretty good childhood. Um, I can't really say that I had any like bad moments in my life, but the ones that you know stuck out to me whenever it was like bad or you know going through stuff, I was like, oh, this is the only way you've ever known how to deal with this, yeah. so of course yeah. you're going to like tell yeah. me to deal with it this way. Um, it's one of those things where it's like I don't blame you, um, but I understand. Yeah, I don't blame you, but I understand. Right.
1: Yeah, it's hard to to separate like you know when we're raised, we're raised by our parents, but our parents were also raised. By their parents like our parents are just people right you know and they're just a product for they're just a product of whatever environment they came from before they had us
0: and i mean my mom being born in 1960 like That's, you know well, like right. i mean like i'm like people really think that like you know segregation wasn't that long ago i'm like it's there's no reason a for my years mom years to have, right there, my mom was born during this like it's it's crazy and like if my mom has that traumatic stuff then i remember like <laughs> my little white friend (laughs) i was like can i go stay at their house my mom was like um let me read your parents words you know (laughs) like what you know what's going on here like you know and it's not that she's racist is that she has to be cautious because the environment that she was in Mm. little black child going to spend the night at a white family's house that's wild 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 and I'm,
2: i'm happy you mentioned that because like you said you're from the south we're up here from the north you have more experience with having to deal with you know the lighter kin folk, yeah <laughs> and racism whereas up here we have it too but it's more discreet like they'll make a way to push around it to order to be racist and we won't really catch on to it yeah it's
0: like so backhanded I was, racism really because yeah. that was actually a question that someone had sent in was what's the difference what what have i found in the difference between southern racism Northern racism, and I'm like, I haven't really been here long enough to know Northern racism, right. Um, thank God. But, <laughs> you know, I'm always like, you know, in the South, like a lot of the trauma comes from like, you know, certain places to eat and not to eat, you know, That's sundown towns, like, you know, where you're not supposed to be at when them, honestly, I think when the street lights come on, it probably like comes from like uh uh-uh, uh get your ass in <laughs> <out." Like, laughs> la, the like look look when street lights come on that means that the motherfuckers is coming out to play right, and is right. it, 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 it cute. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think um I think with southern racism racism especially like you know it shaped my parents. Um my dad's actually from New York but uh I know are they he... like
1: racist to your face
0: down there? Yeah they can yeah. be I think that's
1: that's really where it changes. Like here they're not like Racist to your face. Like, no mm-hmm. one's gonna be like, you nigger. You're right. I mean,
0: I've definitely caught that before. Like, just like riding on my bike and then hearing the N word, and I'm like, oh shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, me? Am I, am I in the trauma? You know, like, but then, like, you kind of yeah. get to the point where you're just like, you become numb to it, which again is Terrible. traumatic. Mm-hmm. And that's not something human beings are supposed to feel. You're supposed to feel. Mm-hmm. If you have to become numb to something, mm-hmm. It prob- it's probably not serving you biggie mm-hmm. it's probably not serving you and again doing right to generational trauma and stuff like that um, I think especially like what I love now shout out to Gabriel Union and uh, what's the name Dwayne Raid or yeah. Yeah, that yeah it's so bad that I only know Gabriel Union <laughs> I just yes. don't watch sports but um, the way that they yes. love their children unconditionally. is unconditionally yeah. oh my gosh like to hear that was so, it's like a weight was lifted off my shoulders just because I saw someone else be happy and enjoy themselves yeah. and be able to express themselves however they want to. Because I know so many like black families, like, you know, you you gay, but you, you trans, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you wanna die? Like what, what's wrong, <laughs> Bitch, what is wrong with you? And it's like, you know, as we step into, but again, like that's all they know. Mm-hmm. And, and they're only trying to protect you right yeah. that's, that's that's that was where a lot of times yeah and it's like it's not that they a lot of times people don't have that prejudice because they know it mm-hmm. a lot of times it's that thing where they were just taught it you know, they didn't, they don't know that they're like, Yeah, being, prejudice
1: isn't, isn't, you're not born prejudiced. Right, not at all. It's something that
0: you definitely learn. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's you're taught like by your parents being like, fuck them knitters, like, <laughs> or, right. or, you know, you're taught it by like seeing certain um, stereotypes and like, especially on TV and just stuff like that, which leads <laughs> us to our next topic <laughs> Black trauma films. Oh, oh, oh. I need us to stop. Do you need us to stop? So when I say black trauma films, I mean like films that really just <sighs> what's a nice
1: way to say this? Sensationalized, that's the word. That's yeah, honestly, that's the word of that <laughs> Sensationalized, glorify. We can use that. Glorify, word. Glorify
0: and sensationalize.
2: Sensationalized is the word of the day. <laughs> yes,
0: <so>. sensational. <laughs> <laughs> that just sensationalized um, black trauma. Like again, it, and it can be great acting. It can be a great movie. But like Twelve Years a Slave, like. We already... I've never seen 12 years It's so...
2: What? It's so good.
0: And see, that's the thing. It's good, but also I can't give you a reason as to watch it other than for good performances. Mm -hmm. And it's stories that we already know that Black people already know. I won't say everybody knows because unfortunately there are people who are able to get away with not knowing the history of this country or just the vile, cruel acts that were done. But... It's also one of those stories where it's like for black people we already know it we don't have to see it And don't you
1: think these stories aren't for black people then and see that's i'm so glad that
0: you said that because there is a lot of times that these black trauma films are made for white people to watch so that way they can be like i'm so like i can't believe this happened mm-hmm. and that this is real and stuff like that but again you're using a lot of it's that thing of like we're using black actors and you know black storytellers and black creatives and they're pouring all of this focus into this project and it's like there are so many other stories, beautiful stories we could tell.
2: Yeah.
0: Like during Black History Month, there is no reason for HBO and who was it, Hulu and HBO, to add Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like there are so many better like stories. There are so many better mm-hmm. stories. And I'm like, you, we, we could have chose so many different, um, Moonlight or like is a good one um what what is it with Issa Rae and lakeith stanfield uh the photograph i think it is or yeah i think it's like a photograph it's, yeah yeah it's a photograph it's just nice sweet movies that are like yeah you know being black is beautiful mm-hmm. being black isn't always whips and chains and what <laughs> happened to our ancestors is a, is a part of our story but we are now in a place where i feel like we can elevate from that and um You know i think and again watching a movie i'm glad that we have movies on it but until it's in classrooms it's not going to be getting taught
2: okay so that's where i think okay that's where i want to come in at that part um Mm -hmm. in my town it was a heavy diverse town you know we don't have lighter kin folks besides spanish people Mm -hmm. where all the teachers there were white people
1: Mm. and so
2: especially in history class in black history month we will always watch roots and it was never, it was like, okay, we're going to watch Roots. It was never, we're going to watch Roots and we're going to we're like talk about how you feel and explain it. It was just, this is what happened, now write an essay on it. And it's never really explained. I feel like it should be taken out of the school systems because now everything is an issue with Black Lives Matter and now everything has an everybody has an opinion about something. So I feel like taking, having... Black trauma movies in school should just be taken
0: out. First of all, I have never in my life. And I'm insane. from. I'm from the South. Well, I well I probably well that's probably why in the South they just gloss over that topic. They're like, wow. oh yeah, slavery. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> so literally moving on. Abe Lincoln. So the fact that y'all had to watch Roots. Oh, but oh, we watched all of them. Um, that's a whole topic on and over itself, but especially in high school.
2: Because we in my high school we had all of our classes in one day, so we had history every single day throughout the week. Yeah, and each day we would watch every single part throughout oh, the entire Black History Month. And at the end of it, she would be like, "Okay, what did you learn?" Talk
1: about it, like you were watching this this film all day, right? Like, it's like I've heard. because
2: it's like by that time we was juniors in high school, so it was like we already knew about like the slave trade and how slavery came about. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure as our parents probably show all of them little and we watched rules i was um oj simpson was like chasing fucking kutakente and how they got captured so it's like we already knew this mm-hmm. so there was really no point of bringing it up and talking about it in my opinion because it's like okay i have my white teacher showing me rules and she's so entertained by it because she's like wow this really happened but then you, know, you have a whole bunch of black and spanish students like we've seen this
0: why are you showing me this again so when i say we need to not have black trauma films i just mean in general i didn't know the was being shown to y'all yeah. like uh, children yeah to literally to like i mean
1: it, i don't i don't see the biggest problem with that the only problem i saw with that is the fact that they weren't, weren't being right no conversation being had
0: you're just I mean. showing it right it's the thing of like you're just showing you know roots and you're not actually having a discussion on any parts of it you're just showing it and you're just leaving it like that that's a lot of information to just one sit in your brain those are very like those are images that you certain stuff just don't get out of your head yeah and i'm like that's images from that movie that don't get out of your head and you're gonna need someone to explain that or at least like have a conversation with about it to -hmm. help you digest that material So the fact that that even was allowed, um see this. <laughs> oh, and, not, and
2: not the segue, but also like when Black History Month is taught in schools, we always learn the basic stuff. Like we always. I know- already know
0: Rosa Parks. I already Rosa- know Mar- Martin Luther King. <laughs> I already know Malcolm X's fine ass. <laughs> but yeah, was like- pretty
1: fine, yo. That's right? Was- right, but but
2: it's like we always hear about oh, Harriet Tubman freed the slaves, moved to Canada, okay those slaves who are those slaves where, where were they slaves from like did y'all what know did Harriet do? Tubman
0: that yeah. ain't her real name I <laughs>
2: did not, not I did not know that
0: shit. I was like I would have rather really? I would have rather known her whole entire life story you know instead of just it, y'all just told me this bitch's name was Harriet I'm mm-hmm. like, it was not Harriet
2: <laughs> and it was also sad that and I could, I could say I could take this on my part that I just found out like a, a lot of the Negro spirituals that we sing in church Are
1: slave songs. Yeah. They're slave songs. But you know what? I can't even
0: blame you because again, that's information I had to find out on my own. Mm -hmm. I didn't no one else told me that Wade in the Water was, you know, about escaping until I was singing it. My mom was like, Why are you singing a slave? Mm -hmm.
2: And we would be in class, just like playfully singing
0: a weed in the water by me. Little little the fuck did you know? (laughs) Right. But see, and that's my thing about it is like, you know black trauma films are usually made like, again, it's that teaching aspect of, you know, usually lighter the people. people. Um, but it's that thing of like black people as a whole, it's like, we don't need to see this. We don't have mm. to see this. Um, can, instead of just revisiting slavery, how about we re- revisit some Kings, some Queens of ancient times mm-hmm. and teaching that stuff. Although I know it is hard because we did, lose so much stuff due to colonization. But I would rather see stuff that uplifts us than remind us of where we've been. We already know where we've been. Mm-hmm. And from that, we have already created hip-hop, fashion lines, fucking Black billionaires, beautiful mm-hmm. Black love. Yes. Like, we are slowly repairing ourselves. And I'm like, we don't need any more slave movies. We really don't. Mm-hmm. What we need now is stuff to uplift us and stuff to see us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but we will be right back. Give us one moment alright y'all we are back we just had to have a little break a little breaky break <laughs> uh okay so we're back um how are you guys feeling how are we feeling
2: no more generational trauma
0: <laughs> black trauma movies yeah no um and black trauma movies uh like we were talking about on the break don't just extend to light like, slave stuff also it also extends to like certain stuff like precious
1: or like boys in the hood where just movies that are depicting black people in just
2: the worst scenarios the worst right.
1: situation i i really think that we've reached a point where we have
0: enough and it's right. okay for us to now like we have enough on each topic for colored girls what's oh, <laughs> after that we're done we don't need any more we do not need any more
2: mm-hmm. anything
0: we're, we're good now mm-hmm. I think, especially with the direction that Black Hollywood should go in, Mm -hmm. I think now we definitely need to go into a space and an era where we're uplifting each other and um, just showing, like, Black joy. Like, that's what I love Mm -hmm. about Insecure is that it's just just Black magic all around. It's just Black people enjoying themselves, Black people dating. We see the natural stuff, like, you know, Black people crying and Black, you know. But it's never, like, a time where we have to worry about, like... A police officer showing up on screen Mm -hmm. and kind of ruin everything or you know it will show certain stuff like that but it's not the main focus i think it's good
1: to touch on these things but right it shouldn't pull my focus that shouldn't be right that shouldn't be everything that this thing is about
0: and i think especially as we lead into this um new era i think we're good on it i I think please, we can leave it behind.
2: Please let this new remake of The Color purple be the last one.
0: <laughs> but see, this is the musical version. Because I was the same way. I was like, also, I was like, I'm a, I'm a big person on We don't need any more remakes. We don't need any more remixes. Nothing like that. No. I want us to start making our own content. Because one, some of this content isn't old enough for us to need a remake on it or a remix. These stories, we still all quote very much on the daily. Mm-hmm. We still sing very much all the time. I think that you know it would be much more powerful if we had our own as young new creatives and collectives we had our own place to stand and we had yeah. our own thing that we now bring to the table yeah. because again like i said earlier you know black people we always create something from
1: nothing always
0: like literally we have been since the beginning of time that part so it's like you know it's time for us to get really back in touch with our own self yes. and now do it all over again Yes.
2: we have to remember
0: i love you <laughs> and i love the person who put that video out because i was like Shout
2: to her. that mm-hmm. part
0: look i'm i'm a I'm a am a to post on my instagram because I, w- I was listening to that um which also leads us into the other thing uh or kind of going back to the same thing of like general generational uh curses and generational trauma um i think especially like how we were saying you know our parents were raised a certain type right. of way because of that they raise us a specific kind of way exactly and i think like how you also said mark it's that thing of where we're trying uh you know they're doing their best we're trying to do our best and we're just uh learning from them and we look to them for guidance but then we're in this space now where we're like oh shit like Hey, ma. Yeah. You were wrong. Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up. Right, right. No, like, fucked up. Right, exactly. I'm fucked up because you fucked me up, and like having to explain that to my mom one time was mm. just the funniest thing. <laughs> <Like it's> not, <laughs> I know it's not your fault. Right, but, but it's like let's, the product is still here. Right, it's like mm. let's be honest. Mm. Some things aren't the best for me. Mm. <laughs> um, what would you say classifies as, or what would you say is a good example of generational trauma, or um, gener- or a generational curse?
2: Ooh, I this one. Um, the way black fathers father their sons.
0: Versus how they father their daughters or yeah. that's
2: But more so like focus it on the son. Because uh-huh. we're all male in Iceface like we're, um, oh yeah we just talked about that <laughs> like they they're they're taught from their father oh don't be like don't cry don't show emotion so mm-hmm. they show it to us and now being at the age in the state that we're all in we're like well we don't know how to take compliments we don't know how to feel love or receive love because we never got that from the male figure in our life so i feel like right. that's like a generational trauma that's that I don't necessarily mean like to be stopped but needs to be addressed more and to become like more aware of it like my father's one that's like about that like he um he's from the islands and you know island people yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> from jamaica one.
0: i can't come around your dad <laughs> yeah.
2: and you know like how i am people they all like around gay people yeah and so like now whenever he meets like one of my gay friends he'll be nice but he's like oh, i gotta wash my hand because i shook my hand with them i don't want that to like, rub off on me and yeah. i gotta tell him that's like that's not cool like gay is not, it's not a- film right like he still calls transgender um transgender people he she's
0: Oh, no, I've had to fight older people On please. that so Deliver me from, that. That, <laughs> <part>. <laughs> and, me from and, that And again it's that thing of like I get the time frame that you were raised right. But we um, The same how the same way we won't let Miss Sally Mae From down the street call me the hard R mm-hmm. I can't let you slide my nigga
2: Sally Mae please stop emailing me Y'all gonna get your money soon <laughs> <Not Sally Mae. laughs>
0: But no that's a great example Honestly because Like god damn um, I think it's toxic masculinity in general has been such a, such a horrible thing. Uh, But I think the way that the chokehold it has (laughs) on the black community, even with the whole plate debate, like who gets the plate, serve the plate first. Do y'all know that? Yeah. Okay. So basically, and I, 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 it's 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 the weirdest thing because for some reason straight people are like oh gay people you always care about the wrong thing y'all motherfuckers (laughs) arguing about who gets to eat first when first of all no one's eating because you're supposed to say grace but anyways so the plate debate is who gets served first in the household the man or the children which in my, my me personally, I wouldn't understand when my child, <laughs> right. who can't, little Angelica is not gonna get her ass up <laughs> and go touch my damn silverware drawer. And that bitch got dirty ass motherfucking hands. No, sit your little ass down. I'll fix your motherfucking plate. I I don't understand that. It again, it's that toxic masculinity that has just been passed down from colonization. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it has that chokehold, and then it evolves into oh man can't cry or I'm the man in the house I deserve to be put first I deserve this I deserve that and it's you that deserve nothing. Right. I mean like no one really deserves like right. everything. It's like I can understand how do we consider it. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> it's that but it's like yeah. that thing of like especially um again touching on that topic like where 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 the fuck does it say that a man can't cry or mm-hmm. that you're supposed to teach your son not to be tough and to be strong and it's like damn like that little motherfucker just want to be happy right. that's all he wants to that's be.
1: all that's all they want right
0: and again it's like you said there's a limit to like where oh don't cry because it's like you know not, don't cry over spilled fucking milk right. little timmy but but if your dog dies right cry. you know shed, <laughs> sh- shed a tear for that shed nigga a fucking tear. pour a bottle out for <laughs> old <throw> bone <laughs> and,
2: and I feel like it gets to a point where it's like when they need to cry they just can't cry like for example I said you last night of oh, the thing that I was right. going through I was like I feel like I gotta cry and he's like well cry to hold it in and I was like I can't cry yeah because I'm just so used to not crying I'm used to just from being taught like my father my grandfather You take it you suck it up and you move on
0: right and that's not healthy because i think that also translates into how my biggest thing is like because when you blow up oh that's it's not just taking it out on you know whatever around you as the person around you it's not about what they did it's about everything that you have been un like have yet to unleash Mm -hmm. and now it gets to it and
1: it's corrosive right
0: and again that comes into that comes now into contact with your marriage, with the way you treat your kids, this whole fucking plate debate. It's stuff like that where it's like, because your boss yelled at you at work, and but you won't allow yourself to like cry about it. Five or days ago. Right. No, or your boss
1: yelled at you five days ago. That no. part, <laughs> and you, you don't want to cry about <laughs> right. it. You don't want
0: to tell me what's going on in our relationship. You know, speaking of if I was a wife, you know, and now you don't want to tell her what's going on in the relationship. Or, you know, now you come home, you, you like, why well, the fuck my plate ain't fits first. And it's like it, it, it's stuff like that. It's like the whole well, he wants to feel like a king when he comes home. Okay, that's all fine and fucking dandy. Right. But then where does that leave the woman? And again, their generational curses. I just know of like, be you know, be quiet. I, of course, I can't speak on the female perspective because you yeah. know I'm a ninja. But, <laughs> but, but, just seeing, shot, but just seeing, my, right, but just seeing my right, but just seeing my homegirls. You know, I always know that they know how to do nine times out of ten. I'm like I. Know, you know, all my cousins either know how to do hair, they know how to cook. But it's because it's like, I remember at a very young age being in the kitchen and me, myself being like, oh, I want to learn how to cook. And my aunt telling me, no, boys women. shouldn't cook. Right. My she mom, was like, all
1: the time, boys should not cook. Right. Get she was the
0: like, kitchen. she was like, and she told me, she literally told me, yeah, the kitchen. Go play poker. Exactly. Go learn how to play poker. I'm like, what like am I by myself? Like, Who's going to cook for like, me? That was a life skill for me. <laughs> yes. Like That was a life skill that I needed was yes. to learn how to... Don't get me wrong. I'm sure if I needed to, right. you know, if my life depended on a game right. of poker, yeah, I'm dying, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Dying. But it's also the thing of like, no, I basic skills, you know... Don't belong to a specific gender. Right. Mm-hmm. Why is that segregated But right. in our own yeah. community? But again, going back... Things were already segregated. We already have, you know, calling At that time, colonization was already coming in, and was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, men and women like separate. Men are better, and women, mm, dirt. And it's like, <laughs> it's like what? It's like Wait, no, I'm is- dirt and I'm carrying your child. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm like women. Honestly, women are so fucking powerful. Yo, and don't even get me
1: started. Right, the power that women hold
0: that part. I'm like, look, let me tell you. Anyway, that's a whole other topic, but- <laughs>
2: that's a whole nother episode
0: right don't worry ladies y'all <laughs> but no it's definitely translates so well into again that's this is generational curse and that's a generational trauma where you know your mom your mom's mom is telling her no if you don't know how to cook you're never going to find a man mm-hmm. and then your dad's dad is like if that lady can't cook you better not, you know, you better not stay with her. about the man? Right. And again, going back to the, oh, but you better not cry or she don't think you a punk. There's no reason why there was a video of a man crying. And this woman was like, oh, that's gay. And again, that whole in tune with it's your emotions. Is feeling, feeling
1: emotions gay? Right. I'm like, bitch, do you not want him to love you?
0: Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. It's either yeah. that
2: or like, if it's like a famous person, a famous man cried. Like, for example, Tyrese, I think the thing with his daughter, he cried and became a meme.
0: I, 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 that name yes. is hilarious.
1: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to say. Right. it. I didn't want to say it
0: because I mean, taken out of context, you're definitely like. I, so I didn't never. I didn't see the full video first. I oh, just goodness. saw him crying, yeah. and I was like, "What is right?" The congratulations. It's <laughs> a thing of like, but you know, that's also in and of itself a generational yeah. trauma. Is black people? We can laugh at anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will make the most horrible. Show. Yo,
1: yeah, black you, humor is unmatched. I'm let, sorry. <laughs> let me tell you, black,
0: unmatched. unmatched. Let me tell you, this is why I tell people all the time, you can't hurt my feelings. No. Bernie Matt is my favorite comedian. <laughs> I I know to this if anyone knows Bernie Matt, Bernie Matt would have came if Bernie Matt would have come back from heaven. <laughs> from heaven. He would look me dead in my eyes and be like, what the hell am I? And I'll be like, <laughs> Oh, you're in 2022. Be like, is this fatty (laughs) Speaking to me. (laughs) And now I have to shoot Birdie Mac because it's 2022, and I don't allow that shit. But again, it's that thing of like we were just taught to laugh at all this stuff, and that's because that's the only way you can really get through it. It, Humor, in and of itself, is taking somewhat ownership of it and then throwing it back out before anyone else has a chance to throw it in your face. That's exactly what it is. You know, it's leaving yourself not vulnerable, which is why you know. People, we as people already have that, but yeah. coming from you know black families, like you get picked on for some of the most like simplest shit. Literally. Like
1: I had no front teeth when I was little, no front teeth. I can imagine they would call the me no names. See? No teeth, no teeth. It's A- called um N-T? sundown. Sundown. That's oh, how no. you say it in Creole. That means no teeth. Oh lord. Little teeth sundown. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, baby. Oh, right. I'm so
0: sorry. Right. Just, I mean, like, I can just imagine, like, oh, especially if you're fat and black. Oh, baby, it's going down. It's, oh, I feel you. And let I me like tell you. They are pressing. You gain weight. Well, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> well, goddamn. I, I'm in college, too. Shit. Can we talk about that? Right. Um, Oh, my gosh. It's just so many things where it's like... But, again, it's that thing of, like, oh, you know, this is in our family or mm-hmm. in um our culture. But what i love is that we as people nowadays we're looking back at it and we're like okay this doesn't serve us anymore yeah there's no reason wrong. for us to bring up each other's weight or yeah. our each other's like hell just like doing simple shit like cooking like a man cooking is not a bad thing and you know teaching women to be strong and independent is also not necessarily a bad thing and teaching men to cry and it's okay to you know be dependent on someone for you know somewhat emotional help but also be emotionally independent it's not gonna fucking kill them like or taking ownership of actions especially um i think another really big generational curse and i mean this in the best way possible is church yeah Uh, Mm. Because mm-hmm. I think it demonizes so much of original African spirituality Don't even get and me practices. About church, yo. The way that
1: church, anyone who is Catholic, Christian, that. you're racist. Yeah, that is, the biggest fucking. Yeah, that is racism. You. I'm sorry. There were no, there were no Catholic Christian slaves. Let me tell you, I wasn't in the tribes worshipping Jesus. Don't forget, David, are like, too. What you talking about? I
0: think the craziest thing is seeing is going from different churches and seeing like you know the picture of black Jesus, and then I would go to my friend's house see picture of white Jesus, and I'm like ah. <laughs> <it was." laughs>
1: someone someone bleached this yeah, someone
0: bleached um this. but again it's like you yeah. know you didn't believe in whoever you want to believe right. in but again it's just that whole culture and um restriction I feel like that goes with church and the practices you know I don't get a choice in my religion right. and I say that because you know growing up in Warner Robins Georgia Bitch, you were a Baptist the second you <laughs> come out the womb. Like you was a Baptist the second you, you come out the womb, and you know the only thing I knew was like you know I remember asking questions about God and being so confused on like you know where does He come from? You know where right. does this come from? And I'm you either either one get your answers. Uh, through Wikipedia, or right. you get told, sit down, shut the fuck up, read the Bible.
2: Right, right. don't question God.
0: Right. If if there's anything that you, if there's anything that you need read that damn Bible, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not to necessarily say that that's a bad thing because I'm sure there are great lessons in the Bible right. that but I was the made. Bible
1: also full of contradictions. Yeah,
0: it's right. a, it, a bunch of contradictions, revisions, and things that again no longer serve us. Right. There's you know, um, it's also very misogynistic, and mm-hmm. in and of itself, a lot of times. Depending on which version you read, because, you know, there's like 15 different fucking versions for some reason, because, you know, but, you (laughs) you know, we're supposed to listen to it. But, um, no, honestly, like, you know, being, I have no problem with it. But again, if I can't critique it, Mm -hmm. if I, if I can't look at it and be like,
1: hmm. Ask questions.
0: Right. If I can't ask questions about it, it's not a good thing. And I just,
1: I want like, it's especially like the whole asking question things. I want to, to have a deeper meaning. I want to understand this deeper. And right I can't because i'm not allowed to
0: exactly and my relationship with god is i pray every night and right. i get my answers through him directly i don't need a preacher or anyone else to tell me how to interpret because even they will say oh the bible's up to your own interpretation but oh no yours is wrong why, okay. why would you what's that contradiction right there that's right. A contradiction. exactly and it's that thing of like i know some people who will follow it blindly And, you know, not either lead their own life or not will or will not pay attention to, you know, everything that's going on around them. Or we all know you you only Christian because, you know, someone told you to be Christian.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Someone told you to go to church, you know, and it becomes this thing where you just kind of let it lead your life. And. It has black people in the total no tap, no kizzy
2: mm-hmm. i would say for me being agnostic shout out to my mom for this um i was raised in the church up until i was about like 10 years old then i had the choice if i wanted to go to church or not
0: oh my gosh that's so beautiful
2: <laughs> right because it was like because also i think she just got tired of trying to wake me up every sunday morning to go to church to go to Bible I, school
0: let me tell you my my aunt my gg <laughs> shout out to my manager i love that woman so much she I remember she was like you want to stay the night? I was like yeah. She was like well you got to go to church in the morning. I was like oof. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough choice. And again, I didn't know one the world they were talking about either. So I was just thinking church was just some place where I'm sitting down, everybody's singing and yelling and I'm just like okay, da 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 da. da. I'm going to Oh, all the time. She and my, it's so long. Let me tell Yo, you whoa. that part. Now, let me tell you. There's uh, what's what's that one church where you? Stay, it's every Wednesday. You be in there for like eight hours. Like it don't matter what you gotta do. I forgot what church it is. It is a um, what is it? Pentecostal, I think. I don't know. That's crazy. probably somebody yeah, out
2: there.
0: Somebody, somebody out there on Wednesdays <laughs> uh, every day. Uh, I know
2: about the Saturdays, seven days, day They all damn mm-hmm.
0: day. No but it, but again it's just that thing where it's like you know i love the church culture in the sense of like i love the hymns i love the songs that we've yeah. I you know if i see a white robe i'm gonna I'm a be like yeah <laughs> you know but yeah. it's like actually being in church i can honestly say really did traumatize me a lot of times because i don't forget this one big time um again i went with my aunt uh and it was all of us my family and Um, I remember he was like, if you are, uh," the pastor was like, if you are dealing with alcoholism, uh, um, financial struggles, if you are dealing with (laughs) homeosexuality. And no
1: sexuality, yes, I kid you
0: not. And That's I was all? just looking around, like, so, uh, is this a setup? <laughs> right, like, I'm like, an intervention, right? I'm like, Are y'all finna-? and then what made it worse was my aunt was like, Preston, come with me to the office. And I'm like, huh? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, GG, I'm like, G-G. <laughs> G-G. Yeah, I know yeah. you is not, <laughs> I I just know for a fact, but again, it's that thing where it's like, you know, certain things just. I don't know it's it's really hard to deal with a lot of the times yeah and again recognizing it and um just going to therapy for it like yeah, it's, it's therapy
1: hard. Is so important people let's go to therapy man i will
0: say i'm a type of person i do think therapy is good i just never draw myself so i can't <laughs> necessarily i you know i can i'm gonna lead y'all to water and then i'm gonna just let y'all draw. right but um, <laughs> so i definitely think therapy is good a lot of my friends have actually enrolled in therapy and um they tell me all the time like oh my gosh i'm so glad that you know, we you know talked about this in therapy, which also was kind of stupid because in the sense of like, bitch, me and you had this conversation <laughs> and I've been told you what to do, but now you're just now you're paying someone for the answers I gave you. Like I was just like, what the fuck? But you know, it's it's cool or whatever, still love you. But um, they know who they is. But no, I really think therapy right, no, It's actually not you, but I you know, know. You, you in that category. <laughs> but no, I really think um therapy is so good for black families and everyone should be in that because you will be yeah you will actually see that like your parenting style may not be the healthiest mm-hmm. or you know how your child is feeling my two nephews they're in therapy right now um and every time i like i don't listen in on them but i can hear them from across the hall like just laughing and enjoying themselves in therapy mm-hmm. because they really get to feel like they're you know safe. right safe one-on-one by themselves and you know the therapist will communicate you know back and forth like sure what's going yeah. on and stuff with um my sister but it was just came at a really good time for them and i'm like yeah they're gonna need this mm-hmm. and because i can tell you right now i did not have all the questions that they were seeking mm-hmm. um especially when it came to certain topics and i would do my best as i could to talk to a child but mm-hmm. i'm like i'm not a child therapist mm-hmm. i talk to grown-ass people on the daily mm-hmm. i don't i can't put it in um children to, i think children see in black and white i think mm-hmm. grown people should be able to see it in color and they aren't ready for all the colors of the world mm-hmm. and you know, my nephew one time, he came into um uh, speaking of like how trauma it just is, I'll never forget, he came into my room crying. Mm. And I was like, What 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 is wrong with you? And he was like, I don't want you to die. And I was like, I was like, I was like, I um, was I have about seven years, like seven, seven, at least a good seven years still left, I hope. And he was like, No, from the police. And I was like, that my heart wow. sunk. My heart sunk. And I should just, I could do nothing but hold that little boy. Wow. Cause I'm like, one, how the fuck do you know this? Two, Ooh, how old is this child? He was only 10. Wow. He was only like 10 at this time. And not even in middle school, still in elementary school. And coming into
1: my room crying, breaking down. Sensationalizing black pain. Exactly. And it's like,
0: right. It's like, I'm like, how did you see this? And he's like, it was on YouTube. And I'm like, what? So I had him show me like what he was watching, and this old boy also watches the news, which I'm like, what the That's fuck? Like, I, I, I right, as you
2: should, young king, learn about what's happening that in the part, world. He's a
0: Gemini too, so <laughs> I know he's. Shout out to all my permission. fellow Gemini's. You know we be the best mm-hmm. sign out here. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> right, moving on. But <laughs> no, it's, we it's that thing where it's like, damn, like I'm like, he's really out here already. You know, I can't protect him anymore. I can't shield him from this. Is now you know, something that in his head, he always fears now whenever he sees the police. And he says something very problematic that, you know, is usually, it's that thing where you pander to white people um, a lot of times for safety. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, I think the riots should stop. And I was like, I can understand why you would think that. But when you get older, you will understand that this is the only way sometimes where voices have, where voices will be heard, Mm -hmm. especially ours. Mm -hmm. And I just had to leave it there. And for Black History Month, I, you know, gave him the basics. And I was like, oh, you know, look up Rosa Parks, look up all these people. Cause I want him to know, you know, he, where we started off from as Kings and Queens Mm -hmm. to where we ended up at, to where we are now, Mm -hmm. which is living in all of our own separate truths. And, you know, again, that's a lot to take in for a child. And as he's learning about all the abominations and stuff that happened to him, I'm like, yeah. uh," I had to tell this little kid, I was like, yeah, people used to be fed to alligators. like mm-hmm. people used to like get skinned alive like stuff mm-hmm. like that and of course in his mind he doesn't you know he gets it but it's like it doesn't click right it, it doesn't click, click that's yeah. the thing and that's just terrifying that yeah. i have to explain this to a child everything that i
1: know the horrors of the world don't start clicking until like puberty right? yeah because then
0: I, I didn't start clicking it until i was like yeah 18 because i was like yeah. oh
1: shit like the world is messed up right i was like oh my gosh like i'm fighting every day to live that's crazy
0: but as we near the end i just kind of wanted to ask so how do you guys um how do you keep yourselves like in mental check like how do you make sure you're not going like you know just crazy with the information overload or just you know keeping yourself in high spirits how do you yourself as black teens, <laughs> you know, keep yourselves in high spirits. So. I call you.
1: Like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but hey, calling a friend, people, calling a yeah, friend. It's Look. important to have a really good and safe. am um, I looking for? Outlet. It's mm-hmm. good for us to have a good, safe outlet. It's good to surround yourself with um, to create safe spaces. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with people who love you, who are only looking out for you um i personally have that as well i go to therapy as well um yeah you know don't you're never alone in any situation reach out if you need to if you need to reach out that's so important that part it's so important to feel safe in your environment you know Mm -hmm. so many you know gay kids trans kids they don't have a safe environment at all you know at all period and yeah it's just really important for you to be able to, you know, surround yourself with people who love you and people who uplift you um, in any facet that you can find that, you know?
0: I yeah. think, um, even though I know Jerry was made a joke, but, like, in all seriousness, I do think, like you said, having someone to, like, be your outlet yeah. and also just help you, like, snap out of your own mind. Because yeah. a lot of times reality is as horrible as it may look. And then sometimes it's, we're just really going overboard in our own mind. So I think having friends, um, you know, just, Pull just be like, Hey, I need some, I need an distraction, or I just right. need someone to pull me out of this we right need now. To hang
1: out with you for like a couple minutes. We don't even have to talk, we can just like sit in, each right. <laughs> sit in <laughs> and silence, sit in silence, and just stare at each other's beautiful yeah. black skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sometimes <laughs> but, that's all you just
0: need, right? And just having the comfort of someone with you. Um, I think that's another way that's big, on, that's big for me. That's why I don't like um living alone. Like, I know I like to have someone in the house uh <laughs> that i know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> murderers burglars and intruders get the fuck away from me yeah. but i love having um someone in the house that you know is a trusted uh friend and that i have a bond with that i'm able to just sit in silence and just like lift lit to them and be like oh yeah we're, I'm, I'm doing you know i'm here with someone everything's fine everything's good um i meditate a lot too mm-hmm. i the yoga right so and honestly with meditation a lot of times i tell people i'm like it's not even about me trying to clear make my mind clear it's about everything that would pop up during my mind while I'm meditating let's analyze it let's go yeah. through it why do i feel this type it's of me-time. way right like why did it, like hmm this situ- why am I thinking about this bagel from earlier? <laughs> oh, yeah, that bagel was really damn good. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, maybe I should treat myself more to this bagel, right? And it's stuff like that, is uh, versus me, like, fighting, like, no, 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 no thoughts, no thoughts. It's mm-hmm. no, what thoughts are coming up? What, because honestly, when you stop running and it's just you in bed at night, that's when all your motherfucking problems come out. And that's how I also realized that I have problems to deal with is yeah. like, damn, why am I crying at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning and I'm scrolling on Twitter? Like, what is going on here? (laughs) But, you know, again, like, stuff like that, it can get overwhelming, especially, like, when I'm having an existential crisis. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, no, someone please be awake. For the love of God. I just need (laughs) to call someone. Um, Right. Also, like, I think a really good one is, um, as Black creatives, is making art. Um, I do a lot of right i do a lot of poetry and a lot of writing and i keep a specific vault for it like if it's i call it bad nouns like and like just all the bad thoughts that may like come up and i keep it there and then all my good stuff like i keep in another separate folder that way it's kind of separate but it's still attached to me right. and i know like hmm if i ever need to think about how i was feeling i can go back to this i didn't go back to that yeah, so i really find
2: a creative outlet that part i would say my creative outlet um being that you know i'm greek in an organization mm-hmm. i step.
0: Big Go
2: right into the studio because you know, stepping is aggressive. Like, you know, fuck everybody. I man. would actually pay to see
0: you step and cry at the same time. I would, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would be amazing. Remember I feel Workshop? <laughs> right. I was a step by myself. Yeah. Beautiful workshop. Blood. Bad bitch workshop. That's what the fuck that was. Just to sum it all up, <laughs> I'm going to need for us to create new black movies
1: and cinema that that's... don't surround, that don't focus on um trauma not trauma but that don't revolve around um black people being depicted and in... i'm really looking for a word in my brain it's the right way now, that you
0: ended like... at black people being depicted <laughs> i was like no that's that's the opposite
1: we, do, we don't was, want them to be depicted mark was it. like no
0: black people was like no black people like, no black movies that depict black people in a light that is just centered around the down troubles of already being black. And that will overshadow the main narrative that black people do and can is exist in happy lives and tell great stories. We want beautiful mm-hmm. black movies. Beautiful black
1: movies. That's what
0: we want. Where the black character isn't always in turmoil with the police or in trouble, <laughs> because that's not all that black people are. Black people are not just slaves. They are not just, you know, targets. We are love. We are magic. We are, love. We are, we are fashion. Magic. We are your music. We are your television. The people who built your country. No, <laughs> the way you said that, back, right? Saying, literally, it's so many things. Um, you know, it's a good thing. Like the movie Encanto. When I was watching it, um, I probably said that so wrong, but when I was watching it, um, seeing how that movie tackled generational trauma and, gener- mm. and you know the burdens of that i was like see this is beautiful because you know that movie and the reason why that movie is so sensational right now is sensational it (laughs) is is because um of the narrative that it actually tells and you know it's the true main villain is the generational curses and generational trauma something that was handed to um the grandmother and then was spread onto her children that need for control which Again, everybody can relate to, especially in affluent households. And um, again, that's just the beauty of everything. Is like that's the type of cinema I want to see from um, Black creatives. Is um, you know where Black people are, you know, living their lives, but then you know it's like, oh shit, we come into something that we all, you know, in common can like deal with. You know what I? I, it, I would love to see you know someone run out of edge control, to be honest, and then <laughs> <laughs> that leads you to the beauty supply store, and then right. that leads us to have now a conversation about the beauty supply store. Right now. And why and maybe hey, she maybe she wants to open her own beauty supply. Like it's just certain stuff or like, hell, maybe she wants to be an entrepreneur with a business woman. Hell, just hell, maybe she don't want to do shit with hair. Like just <laughs> you know, it's just so many things that are so that are possible. But right. you know, um, like the cowboy movie. Um The Cowboy movie? Yeah, uh The Harder They Fall, isn't it? with oh Regina King. yes with the all-stars yes with the all-stars it either it's on
1: netflix though
0: it's really good i do recommend but again it was one of the few times where i've seen black people just i mean one of the main story arts is like you know it has something to do with black people but it's barely about white people it's barely right. about you know um the struggle it's really it's about this black two people winning. That's what right you literally you want see black people i winning. just want to see black people winning in these movies and uh you know, especially as Black History Month, yes. you know, 12 Years of slavery should not be what is posted. I'm not I need to see, right, I need to see, <laughs> right, I want to see black love stories, I want to see right. black happiness, I want to see black fucking excellence, yeah. like, the fuck, y'all to at least put coming to America or some shit, yeah. oh, or
2: so, or Love and Basketball, <laughs> love, Okay,
0: well, Love and Basketball has its own traumas, though. Wow, we really, that's a, nah, that's a movie on Generation. You know what, that's our incanto.
1: That's
0: our incanto, <laughs> because the, the shit that his, oh my gosh, uh, but where can people find you, lovely people? What are your Instagrams? What are your Twitters? I mean, I'm gonna put it in the description Ooh, box. Not anyway. the Oh yeah. Oh wow, wow. My Twitter, wow. No, my Twitter is
1: yeah. private for a reason, Okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, give me y'all Instagrams. What's Just, your all Instagrams? Um, you can find me at Mark Evan Charles, M-A-R-K-E-V-E-N, at um on Instagram you can also just find me at mark evan if you i'm the only person ever named mark evan so if you just and there's no spaces right there's no space it's just one it's just one word
2: and you can find me on instagram at j.quavers is j.c-u-a-v-e-r-s
0: and you already know your lovely host at ptj underscore 500 on all platforms Except for Facebook. And if you're adding me on Facebook, you have problems. Who um, <laughs> uses exactly anyways. another generational trouble? <laughs> but I just want to thank you guys for listening so much. Um, shout out to all the black beauty businesses, shout out to all the black entrepreneurs, shout out to all the black musicians, shout, shout out to, to the, black, shout out to at heart, <laughs> shout out to just black, black the color, black the people, but
2: <laughs> black the, the rapper. The <laughs>
0: Um, there's a one page I really do want to just shout out. I want to shout out this page called uh, Niggas Deserve. Or mm-hmm. it, It's just every day they post something that says Niggas Deserve love, Niggas Deserve wealth, Niggas Deserve happiness. It's so good because it is just a great affirmation. And if you don't like the word Niggas, you can always follow any other melanin uplifting <laughs> site. But i just wanted to plug them in real quick because they helped me get through my day and remember if you're having any problems just reach out to your friends reach out to someone who understands your struggles you know if you're worried about therapy get that therapy find a way there is a way um you know ask anybody for some recommendations and if you have any questions or inquiries please make sure to message me or anybody any of these lovely people yeah and- you can
1: definitely message me
0: yeah, that we'd have conversations and don't worry, this would not be the last
1: time we talk about this. I as mean, I like talking to people. Oh,
0: you like talking to people?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, you <y'all>.
0: We're <laughs> gonna go. <laughs>
1: Speaking
0: of lovely black people, there is a lovely black person on my screen right now. So I'm trying to go handle this. So I will be right back. <laughs> Love you guys. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>